Welcome to the Lila Life Show. This is your host, Linda Andrews, and thank you so much for tuning in. With any episode that we have, whether it's a solo cast or a guest expert interview, my intention is for you to be able to anchor into yourself, to ground into yourself, and to explore, whether that's a new concept, an idea, whether something's intuitive in you going off, or there's just something that you hadn't thought of in a different way before. I hope you get to explore curiously, to sense make, and to activate something in yourself that you hadn't had activated. Enjoy today's show. As always, please like, share, subscribe, do the thing, and we hope to help support you consciously up-leveling in your life and business, the Leela way. Welcome to the Leela Life Show. This is your host, Linda Andrews, and welcome to this exciting episode today. I am excited. I would like to share with you a little bit of the founder's journey, a little bit of what the past couple of weeks, months has been up to for me, and hoping that in these shares, you find some inspiration. For those of you that I don't know, I'm Linda Andrews. I am the CEO of Leela Life, and I'm on a mission to help the world heal from stress and trauma by empowering high performers in life and business. Currently, you can go sign up for the Leela Life Collective online. I have a background coaching people one-on-one through the integrative coaching methodology that I created for Leela Life, which puts an emphasis on prosperity, well-being, and consciousness. That came from my own journey, my own search for well-being, for my own healing, and wanting to just learn and understand how all these different things come together and the recognition that everything is connected. So for me, that looked like setting plant-based culinary, uh, yoga teacher training, different three different performance and coaching certifications. And that was after my seven-year finance career, where I worked in wealth management and business development and was a VP at a major financial institution. So that's been really curious. If you listen to my last episode, I had some feedback that I was angry talking about venture capital. And to be quite honest, I feel angry talking about venture capital. And, you know, it's something I think about every day. I think about how is it possible that less than 3% of venture, it's actually less than 2% of venture capital could go to women. I, I just still every day, I can't, I'm in disbelief. I can't understand how in 2023 that is real and and that's okay that's what it is you know that's a big part of the coaching process is acceptance and it doesn't mean that it has to be like that forever and i feel a lot of support in this founder's journey and i just want to share a little bit about you know the different ebbs and flows for the company you know lila life there's a part of lila life that is emerging as a tech company and so as a non-technical founder who studied psychology and journalism went into into uh, a finance career and then into coaching in the wellness space you know how did tech happen and what else do i want to share oh you know i, I was a college athlete i i was an ncaa division one college athlete swimmer actually and i was a captain and i filed a title nine lawsuit against the institution i went to and you know that's a part of my journey and that's a really a big part of my journey i don't always talk about i don't always lead with being an athletic an athlete sometimes i 
do lead with having been a finance professional. And, you know, these are all parts of the story. They're all parts of what make me me. And they're all parts of the foundation of Leela life. And so I'm continuing to work on that story and work on owning that and connecting the dots. So the founder's journey, I think it makes the most sense to start at the very beginning in 1987, just kidding. I'm a birthday nerd and I'm turning 36 soon. So that's just exciting to start celebrating the birthday. Uh, but anyway, I want to start with where I am right now. I got accepted to an accelerator program in South Florida. I'm at the Levon Center for Innovation. I had applied this past fall of 2022 and started this cohort Accelerate in March of 2023, and currently I'm recording this in April, we're in week five, and I have done a lot of programs. I actually put this on the website, so if you want to give me some SEO traffic, go to lilalife.co, and in one of the dropdowns, I believe it says investor updates, I wrote all the different programs I've been through or have worked with, and so I want to just share these with you because I, I impressed myself for a moment. Startup School through Y Combinator, All Raise, their pre-seed pitch prep, Her Incubator Seed Program, SoGal Chapter Lead, 1909 Mentor, Student Aces Mentor, Founders University's Launch Intensive, Milestone Circles, Slap Entrepreneur Program, Crowdfunding and Cocktails, Third Place, 2020, 2016, Luminary Verizon Fellow, and I actually do need to add the Accelerate Program through the, oh, and Accelerate Program at the Levon Center, that's the first one. So I share that with you, I'm not going to go through the timeline in each one of those, but I, I just love looking at that, that's Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 things. Wow, 12 things. And that's since 2018 when I left Morgan Stanley. And before that, I was operating my existing entity from 2013 to 2021. And so I've been an entrepreneur, quote unquote, for a decade now. And that's really cool to think about working professionally since, you know, I guess in the workforce, 2009, 14 years and 10 of those as an entrepreneur and the past five full-time. Uh, so that's a bit of like the overview of the founder's journey. I knew when I left my career that I was going to be a founder and I knew that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. What I didn't know is some of the details and specifics. Am I going to be a small business owner? Am I going to be a startup founder? What's the difference? What do those things mean? How do you establish yourself? How do you get funding? You know, and, and some of these really hard lessons, what are the first things you're spending on? Are you hiring? As much as now there's digital coaching, which I've, I do, I, I love it. I adore my clients. I still have a few that I work with. Many of them are business owners and entrepreneurs. There's not a guidebook, <laughs> but there are some core principles that, and there are guidebooks that are out there, but why I say there's not a guidebook is every single person's journey looks different. And on the overlay of your entrepreneur journey and your company journey is your personal journey. And all those three things are ebbing and flowing all of the time. And so it's, there's advice, there's tons of advice, there's tons of guidebooks, there's tons of framework, and a lot of it is, is important, but it's going to also express specific to you if you're identifying as a founder. 
And I certainly found that out. And some of these big questions, you know, I tried to answer different things out of order. If you come from more of a corporate background or more of a corporate institution, when you go into the startup world or the founder world or the entrepreneur world, it can feel like, oh yeah, I'll just make what I had there happen in real life. Well, the reality is those whatever you had there might've cost a lot more than you could afford. And so coming from like a very white collar situation and making six figures and living that lifestyle to all of a sudden revenue goes literally to zero. And, you know, there was a happened to be quite a bit on the personal finance side that I, that took me years to clean up. So, you know, in any extent that there could be advice in this, one thing I advise anyone to do, this is not financial advice, uh, but this is financial encouragement to know your numbers and to know your numbers exactly as they are, exactly where you are, and to feel empowered uh, with those and to just continue to clean up, make the adjustments that you need to make. And that includes simplifying. And so you may not need to do a full overhaul of all your financials, but whatever you can simplify, whatever you can make easier is going to be awesome. And that is a big theme because whatever is taking your time, energy, and attention that isn't your business, right? Or isn't the things that you choose and love, like your family, like your friendships, like your whatever, self-care, you know, it's like the excess, unnecessary excess that can really be debilitating through the journey. And so that tightening up that you can do financially, again, as financial encouragement, things like your home life, uh, getting on little schedules. If that's you do laundry on these days, you do cleaning on these days, or you hire different things out, just getting that pretty turnkey. So there's not excess energy having to go to those different things. I learned, I feel like literally everything the hard way, and you may relate to that, but if you can start taking lessons that just one little thing that can tighten, tighten everything up, I think that's, that's really awesome. So time, energy, and attention. I love this term, time, energy, and attention. Uh, you get your choice of where you direct your time, energy, and attention every day. And if you're not directing it, it can be directed for you. And so what do I mean by this? Certainly the easiest thing is like your phone. What is that hijacking from you? What is taking your time, energy, and attention? And just be with that. I, this is a judgment-free zone always. I could see these different little habits that can take away from the other things that are higher priorities of my time, energy, and attention. And the more in integrity with that, that I can be, the more everything else starts to flow and starts to have momentum. So, you know, an easy way to audit this right now, if you have it on your phone, tracking is your phone time usage. And I know this can bring up some shame for people. Shame can often be a prevent from accessing reality that you need to see to be able to accept things exactly as they are to be able to go forward. So for instance, there's a funny SNL skit about uh, like Zillow, you know, the real estate app. And it, the, the skit is like, if you're in your late thirties and life isn't really spicy for you anymore, like download Zillow. And it's really funny. I think it's a hilarious skit. Uh, so Zillow happened to be one of my things that I could just be like going on. And at one point I'm like, I just need to get my real estate license because this feels like an addiction. 
So great job, Zillow, on the clicks and the app design and everything. I really got invested with some time there. And whatever that is for you, that might be social media, that might be news, that might be, I don't know, but these are things that are taking your time, energy, and attention. And energy being so important in that is, you know, how are you feeling? And something that I think it's overlooked often in the conversation around well-being is how is your nervous system functioning? I feel sometimes so sensitive and I can tell like today, I'm like, oh man, I feel tired. I can tell my voice is giving out a little bit. I've had a huge week. So whoa, I need to really bake in some rest because I am feeling pretty wiped. I literally took a nap this morning after I had gone for a run and like did some work. But knowing the different energetics of how your nervous system feels is a really great way to keep a gauge on that. So we talked a bit about time. I think the time is a nice overlay with attention, but that energy is like having that energetic audit, the energetic integrity to see how you're feeling in a day. Talked about time. Let's talk about attention for a second. Like everything wants your attention, right? I want your attention. You're listening to this podcast. Thank you for giving me your attention. You're also giving me your time and maybe you're giving me some energy. I hope the good, the good vibes are coming here. If so, feel free to like, subscribe, share this with a friend, follow us on social, do all the things you hear people ask you to do on podcasts. Anyway, so attention, okay, attention here, attention there. All these things also have a funny financial component that they can translate to. And if finances is something that stresses you out, noticing also where's your time, energy, and attention going as it relates financially. So cleaning up your environment, cleaning up your finances, and then starting to make decisions faster. This is a huge one for me. I could get in these decisions that I feel like could be earth shattering. And sometimes they really do feel like they are. But one of the things as a founder is being able to make decisions faster, 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 faster. And, you know, being a small business owner is a different trajectory than being a startup founder. I currently am identifying as a startup founder of a wellness tech company. Whoa, so exciting. And with that, there's a pace that needs to start happening. It's not the pressure. I don't think it doesn't feel like pressure for me. It feels like, whoa, I'm so excited. I wonder how many people I can build something epic for and really help and really help them give, get back time, energy, and attention through this technology, but pace, you know, picking up the pace. And again, going back to your nervous system, if your nervous system is shot out because of say your extracurricular activities, unhealthy relationships, add to the list, right? Toxic finances you're not going to have as much to give as part of that founder's journey. And this was something I lived very much. So I personally was getting up to five migraines a month. I was very affected by the COVID experience as I know we all uniquely were. And that was like that peak time, five migraines a month. And when I did the math and I was like, oh my God, I'm getting up to 60 days a year of migraines. That felt like literally a fifth of my life or a sixth of my life was being given to the migraine experience. It's actually, I believe a seventh of my life, but it just felt like way too much. And I just started to overhaul and it was like the non-negotiable changes. And a big part of that for any of the people out there that identify as a lady with a period, um, you know, 
hormone and cycle syncing is critical. And for the men out there that are like, what are you talking about? Why are we talking about periods? You know, if you work with women, if there are women in your life that you love and they are having menstruation, women are on a different hormonal cycle than men and everything in the world is having to do with a 24 hour cycle that is typically male identifying. And I'm talking about biological male. And so as women being in this 25 to 35 day hormonal cycle, there are these different ebbs and flows. And so understanding that within myself as a super nature lover, I actually try to sync up with the moons and I do, and that's really cool, but that's a whole other conversation. So uh, it's like back in the day, they'd call it the moon cycle. I found this very intriguing and I love nature. So figuring out what that means for you, dialing in your well-being. You know, I say wellness is the daily practices and I say daily specifically, the daily practices that connect to your overall well-being. And only you can know what those are, only you can fine tune those. And we can take in uber information just like you are right now, but that practical application, right? The living it, right? It's the learned and the lived. That's what is the real game changer here. So picking up the pace, picking up the pace as uh, it pertains to definitely the startup, that was a thing to, to definitely learn. And then not being afraid of making mistakes. There's, there's many guarantees. And one of them is that I'm going to make a lot of mistakes. And it's about learning from those mistakes. It's about not being afraid to make more mistakes. And that's something I have to actively work on. I have made mistakes, right? I've paid people that were scammy AF and that's just the reality of doing business. As a friend of mine said, you're paying tuition and I've definitely paid some tuition and you learn from it and you get that resilience that you know the better questions to ask. You can have better discernment and you know that I believe is quite exponential and you're starting to get that network and working with people that are epic. And I think startups are really interesting I don't know if I could relate in the small business culture as much, but I can. I believe in small business culture, there's a little bit of like localism, a little bit of the local competition that feels a lot different to me in startups, that in startups, you know, it's such a grind. It's such a small percentage of success that it's, there's this like stoke. That's the only word I can use, like almost like the surf stoke that, oh my God, like we're doing it. And people just genuinely want to help. I've met amazing founders, amazing mentors, amazing vendors and, and their teams. It just been such a turned corner lately of, oh my gosh, people want to help so much. And building that inner trust within yourself to be able to have that outer trust with others. And that again, there's like gains stacking in that. So this is a little bit that I wanted to touch on in the founder's journey to share a little bit of the founder's journey. I think about these things all the time. I have been having a lot of business dreams lately. I have to keep this all in check, but it is just absolutely so fun for me. I feel so blessed to be able to be in the exploration of this. Uh, I feel supported by my amazing husband, EMT, first responder, ocean rescue lieutenant, and, you know, we're doing this life and figuring this out. He is a small business owner. So it's fun for us to share in our different experiences. And also it hasn't always been like that, right? When we were first dating, I was working in finance and it was a different situation. And, you know, and, and that's another thing I think is a nice ending here is your support group. 
not everybody's going to understand exactly what you're going through. You know, I know my parents are trying to, and they may not exactly know, uh, you know, my husband, same thing, but it's just being able to translate things as relatable as possible. And also knowing that they don't need to understand everything and that the love can still be there and the support can still be there and surrounding the people around you that feel that way. And there's just not enough time to kind of have it be any other way. Again, that time, energy, and attention, it can feel sometimes so finite. So how are you directing that? And perhaps that can be that biggest takeaway of today. So in my true Linda coaching form, if you have your biggest takeaway, if you have a win, if you have an accountability, drop that in the comments, drop that in whatever email through the website. I would love to hear. I'm rooting you on wherever you are in your journey. And if you are zero of a, of a founder, if you are zero of a business owner, I encourage you to think about the different ways that you lead in your life that this could apply to. And also just encourage you to consider whoever is in your life that may be going through these journeys to be able to support them in maybe a different way. So I'm an, on a mission to inspire well-being. I think there are many systems in our world that are beyond repair. And so this the new, the new systems that can be inspiring people to take accountability action in their life, like well-being and the practices of wellness that cost literally zero, take a deep breath right now that costs you zero and can have transformative effects on your well-being. Uh, that's is very exciting for me. So wish you well on your journey, many blessings. And until the next episode of the Lila Life Show, I'm assuming it'll be over the next few weeks and just stay tuned. You know, there's a major evolution coming on uh, about within the company and I'm excited to share some of these updates with you. Some aspects of the marketing has been a little bit spotty and shoddy. We just finished the wellness hour at the square, which was super fun if you're local to West Palm. I do this one hour wellness workshop once a month that we're pausing through the off season and we should start up in the fall. But uh, this is this is on my mind all the time. And if I can support you in any way, please reach out. Again, the Lilo Life Collective is up and running. If you want access to some content that is going to be continued to be updated, but already lives in there. Right now, the pricing, there's going to be a pricing update, and I can have that done as early as today. So keep an eye out on this. $11 a month, 22 days free. You get access to this content. You get insider insights and it'll support the growth of the company. You know, a big thing that I'm on a mission to do right now is secure accounts that are small business owners, really of any size at this point, but you know, in that 20 to 500 range. And so to get these signups to start having traction as I'm exploring these investor conversations is a huge help for me. And if you relate to that in any way, uh, or you just feel pumped, I don't, you know, if you don't want to even log in, but you're just like, you know what, I think Linda's awesome. And I'm super pumped about the work she's doing. Get over here, sign up $11 a month. And that's like your way of crowdfunding support. So Anyway, that's what I have for you today. Again, thank you for tuning in and I will see you on the next episode of the Leela Life Show. Thanks for tuning into our show today. Please like, share, subscribe, send to a friend, give the review. And always, if you have feedback, we want to hear team at leelalife.co. Feel free to email us and 
follow us on social. You can reach us there. Sending you blessings as always. Much love.